This is a comic book podcast that is streamed live weekly on youtube.com slash comic pop returns. If you are on YouTube, and I know you are, make sure to subscribe to that channel so you can be part of the action yourself. You're going to hear a bunch of questions and comments here on today's episode. Why not add your voice to the show next time? I mean, granted, it will be my voice reading the question, but let's not get hung up on the semantics of it all. Just go to youtube.com slash returns and subscribe today. And if you want to help us out a little further, a nice review on this platform from you would be really appreciated. Make sure to catch the show live on youtube.com slash returns and visit patreon.com slash comicpop if you want to help us more directly. It's poppin' time! Welcome to another episode of Off the Rack. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. We're gonna be talking about books that came out last week, comic books that is, and then recommend them or not, depending on how we felt about them. And then we're gonna talk about books that are coming out this week that we think that you should check out. So I think you should stick around. It's gonna be a fun conversation all about the books that we uh, read this week. Um, yes. Let's. Uh, oh, we should also mention this show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching the show live, you can sponsor today's show and keep the the riffraff out. All you gotta do to sponsor us is uh, joining our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/ComicPop, or you could uh, use a super chat here live right now, and then you could ask a question or comment. We're here on the show. And then you're part of the show forever. And that's a little uh, little back and forth there. Nice. Yeah, I think so. We love it. We do. We do. It keeps the conversation lively and allows for you to uh, allow your voice to be heard. Absolutely. Like Brian Rollins here says, uh, All Out Avengers has been the best Avengers in a while. And it's uh, this past issue has Spider-Man acting the most like himself in a long time. Come pop rules. Thanks, Brian. Nice. Yeah, that's right. Unfortunately, it is uh, uh, drawn by Greg Land. So, you know, that is a, it's a, that's a shame. You're not a fan. I'm not. I'm not a fan. I'm not, not a, fan. a land land fan. I'm not a land fan. I'm a classic land fan. I liked it better before you started tracing everything. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, there's also some other things we need to take care of. Tiffany uh, has a package here that she's going to open right here on the program. No, no. That's- Every time I open one of these, it's something like like this or this tiny pariah who I just threw on the floor. I'm not even going to pick them up. Yep, Red Ghost is somewhere. Red Ghost is somewhere. I don't know where you put him. He's somewhere. Mm-hmm. I did not get rid of him. I never, I would never do that. No, honestly. I know. No, he's like, he is somewhere. Yeah. I can't remember if he's not on one of the shelves over there or if he's in. He the... used to be on a shelf, so oh, no, I don't yeah. know. So he's probably there. He's just plotting my untimely demise. Yep. Maybe he'll use his army of super apes to do something. You know, I saw this box over there and I was like, you know what? No, they send me everything already so we're good right like there couldn't be something else no well ray far says comic pop woo <laughs> it was my birthday friday and there was only one present i wanted and i want sal to do the world famous comic pop dance thanks in advance uh well ray uh happy birthday to you i hope you had an awesome birthday uh had a great time spent time with fam- friends and family i am no one's dancing monkey so i will not be providing a dance but I will wish you a happy birthday. Happy so have birthday. A great time, my friend. I'll do it. There's no world famous comic pop dance. It's just me dancing. It's true. <laughs> All right. This is awesome. Yeah. This is this is awesome. This is dope. This is this one right here. This is a winner. This is 100% a winner. It's husk. Yay. It's husk. It's husk. Ripping her own flesh off. I love it. Just going for it. Right? She can make a whole backpack out of that. Yeah. Just <laughs> out of her body. Yeah, just at like a whole husk line of backpacks and bat and handbags. Just, That's right. Just just yeah, move over, Gucci. Here comes husk. Nice. I love it. This is awesome. This one's great. 
<laughs> that not great. Those two over there, terrible. No. Husk, ten out of ten. I know. Would husk again. I know how much you love husk. I I have a fascination with husk. I really do. And yet, like I know nothing about it really. It's true. She just like she's not very prominent in the Krakoa era. I gotta say, she just fascinates me. She had a big role in the Gen X. We should, I we should know. be reading Generation X. We have the whole original series of it yeah. in like trade. So maybe I'll maybe I'll give that to you. Yeah. All right. This yeah. is, all right. This is this is all right. I I did not know what I was gonna open I up. Know, to. I know. I did. Like, so I, I, was I didn't. Very I, I honestly was like, what thing am I not thinking of that I don't like? Right. Nothing apparently. No, this it's is just something husk. Nice. A little card within everything. Yeah. I love this. Yay, husk. Welcome, welcome to the team. <laughs> yeah, Tiffany's uh, Tiffany's team. Paige Guthrie. Wait, is she related to? Um... Yes. Oh. Wow. I'm learning things. Yeah. I remember that all on my own. It's true. Skin form healing. Yeah. So I read uh, Action Comics 1051 from Dan Jurgens, Philip Kennedy Johnson, Leah Williams, uh, with art by Marguerite Savage, Rifa Sandoval, Lee Weeks. Uh, and uh, I got to tell you, it's a fun issue. It was a really, uh, it was a cute little uh, story that, uh, well, a number of stories, but, uh, you know, giving you an idea about what the Superman family is all about. I think it's setting the uh, the stage for Action Comics's new direction as okay. a book. Um, fun to see the inner the, the family interact. It was interesting because like John has like uh, you know John's had a fully developed personality, and it's interesting to see him kind of like react to uh, the like ever expanding, ever widening Superman family in a like yeah as a kind of proxy for the reader. Okay. Because um, you know some of us like skipped the War World saga because like I couldn't couldn't care less and okay. I couldn't be bothered. And I know that like I've invited about at least four comments from people being like, I can't believe you skipped the Warworld saga. The Warworld saga is one of the best Superman stories of all time. You really do need to give it a shot. I understand you don't really care for it, but I really, really need you to read it because I need you to just justify my my interests here. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, one day I will read it, but it's not on my uh, priorities. Uh, so, you know. It will happen. Trust it, me. It'll happen someday. You have no idea. If Sal randomly just reads something and he's a fast reader. So yeah. it's like, he'll just be like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, I'll there, I'm, I'm done. Yay. Like, so you never know. You never know what right? will happen. No, it's true. It's true. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, but John has a great reaction because it's like, you know, Superman showed up with these two new kids and uh, they're not like Kryptonian, but they're Kryptonian adjacent. And so he's like, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to, we're going to raise these kids now. And, uh, and John, you're cool with that, right? I know I didn't really get to raise you at all. Like you, you were raised kind of like in a hole in the ground by a evil variant version of me, like who was who like threw you a bucket of fish heads every week. But like, but like I'm gonna raise these new kids now, and it's cool, right? And he's that's, like, "That's not cool." Yeah, and John's like, "Yeah, it's cool. I'm cool with that. I'm I'm, I'm cool because if I say I'm not cool, I'm gonna sound like I'm the jerk, right? Because there, now there's but no shortage not. of super characters, and if I'm like, if I don't like this, they could easily make me into a villain." So let's not let's not cross that road. Uh, so yeah, it's you know whatever uh, crowded. Thankfully, I don't read Superman very often, so like I don't. I, I normally I have a real problem with like you know redundancies and overcrowded families of books, and this is no exception. It's the cover is like you know yeah everybody's getting jackets and everybody and everybody's just gonna lose their uh, their luster. I love the like, idea yeah. of everybody's getting jackets except for mm -hmm. Superman. He's like I'm not wearing a jacket. No. I'm Superman. I don't wear the jacket. Everyone else wears the jacket. That's how you know you're not Superman. It's because you're wearing a jacket. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's fine. You know, like it's sad because like Steel like set up this whole new business in uh, 
in 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 a metropolis and like they got this new bold direction and then like metal just 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 levels the building and it's like Aww. we just built this whole thing and then we're gonna destroy it and i'm like yeah it's cool like it's fine like it's the, the this this is a fun uh you know joyful issue full of characters uh ken and kong is in it and he's like doing his thing and he's they're like hey you're the chinese superman remember the one that they really pushed because yes. they thought it was gonna be a thing well now you're a backup character in our series and that hey listen it could be worse you could be like the last three years or five years or however the hell long it's been since like anyone read his book Aww. you you but listen you're part of the family now because you got an s on your I, i've heard that people honestly enjoy that character they do no he's, he's that's, a good character that's good i got no problem with him no just, i know you don't you i'm know, just saying like, like yeah I've... but he's in there you know so they're like hey you're in it and uh yeah that's it it's okay. it's fine it's it's fine um there is also like a like a it's, there's like a Dan Jurgens is like you. You ruined my my John Kent character. I'm gonna do a book where I'm gonna do a story where he's young, and we're just gonna like fill in the fill in the blanks. Good. And uh, I, that, you know that's the smart thing to do. Yeah, just like here's here's what happened in another time that we didn't get a chance to talk about. And eventually, he'll fill it in so much there won't be room for the other thing to have happened, and he'll <laughs> just had a nice life. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I I, I mean they're gonna get there eventually. They're, they'll fix that because that was horrible. Like him just being in a hole for like his entire I'm you, he's still in that hole right yeah it's the, not the him it's still in the hole sorry but uh yeah we'll see yeah it's fine like, oops right i do recommend Hello. it i think it's a fun read it's a number of fun stories and they're all like none of them are better or worse than the other mm, okay. you know, they're all solid but i do get why people are like i'm not gonna read this like i'm not gonna read superman because it's like it is like it's not blowing the doors off but know, it's fine it, the, the cover itself is like it it looks like it's like comic booky art, but it, it's also like bright and it's Dan it, Mora. It, it actually doesn't feel like him. No, at all. Like that cover doesn't feel like him even remotely. But mm -hmm. there's a, like and not in a bad way. I'm just saying it doesn't yeah. look like his work necessarily. Um, but you know what though, in her in Supergirl, it does. Yeah. Um, but it, there's like it's like it's hopeful. Like it's it's Superman. You know, it's like there it is. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I I agree. I think it's fine. I just you know. I've read other Superman books that I'm more excited for. I know, but unfortunately, but can't I can't. I can't talk that. about it. All I can say is that uh, the, that I read it. Well, maybe that means that this is like not a bad time to be a Superman fan. Or oh, there's, there's certainly like, no shortage of Superman books, so yeah. You know, like, exactly. like there's like a lot of like quality content. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, uh, this is my like bi-monthly time to tell you to read Tom King and Greg Smallwood's Human Target. Uh, it's the penultimate issue. It's a solid cover. Solid series. I mean, every cover's been solid, but there's oh, yeah. just something like really, something really like, like melancholic about this one. And it and it reflects the interior, but uh beautiful stuff. I love that every every cover is reflected the book in a very different way. Mm. Every very very different covers for every issue. And mm. it's you know, it's just a great series. It's it's one of the best series from Tom King ever. So you should be reading this book if you haven't already. Don't pick up issue eleven. Pick up issues one through eleven, mm. and then you can and then you can be on the same page as the rest of us when Human Target number twelve comes out. Which I read a I read a tweet from Tom like the other day that was like, "I just sent in my finals for for issue twelve, and I'm like, what the f what what are you talking about finals? Issue eleven just came out, man. What do you mean like, you're not, I, what are you not done? Listen, let let the man take his time with this one. Yeah, I mean, I do want him to take his time. I hope the rewrites or something, not like. That he was like, I don't know what's gonna happen in issue twelve. Like, I just found out right now. I'm like, you better not. It was like it came to me in a dream. Yeah, don't screw this up. It's predators on a pirate ship. It's gonna take a hard left. That, yeah. 
He doesn't have the ability to do that. This whole time. It's just something that looks like a predator. Right. But it's not exactly that. (laughs) <laughs> all right uh and you know just to just to get ahead of it i read amazing spider-man number 18 from zeb wells and ed mcginnis ed mcginnis you know he's doing he's doing what, what he does what am i looking at it's a demon that's dressed up like a member of the sinister six okay you know he's in limbo uh and and you know ben riley is like i'm doing the thing it's, it's great it's like a lobster trying to be scorpion yeah it's horrible uh it's fun I don't know. there's actually uh, that's that's the thing is that like there is actually nothing technically wrong with this and it's very like joyful like everyone's favorite new character rec rap was doing his thing and like spider-man teams up with him and they fight the whatever the hell they call it like the mm-hmm. you know i'm not even gonna re- try to remember but it's like the demon analog for the sinister six you know whipped into shape by ben riley aka chasm uh-huh. uh and uh and and they this picks up right after uh, the, the the dark web x-men book where it's like yes. madam Plyer's like it's over sorry ben yeah and ben's like cool so like as long as you get everything you want then who cares what i think right and i'm like that's really fair and she's like yeah like she doesn't go no gene can literally do the exact same thing as you did to me nope no one no one thinks well, of this idea like no one is like oh yeah, yeah no yeah, let's but do you that know what though like i guess he well he doesn't realize that he needs his memories necessarily right no he does he does no oh, he well okay. the, the whole reason why this is happening is because he doesn't have his memories maybe it's like only... he's mad that he, he knows he doesn't have them right okay okay yeah no it's it's a perfectly avoidable event maybe it's that you have to be ready for it like madeline came to like the two of them came to a real agreement as opposed to just being like shoved into oh no i don't think that they were gonna like ambush him but like they could at least propose the idea hey like she could explain and she kind of tries to she madeline doesn't explain like we can do this for you she says no you don't understand like gene was cool and gave me my memories back yeah and that was that and that's why we're done not like and she could do the same for you it's literally just like no i got what i wanted though so it's okay right and I'm like, that's fair to be mad about that, but also like it's dumb and avoidable. Mm. It's one of those like it's one of the worst plots where like, gee whiz, if only these two people just talk to each other like adults, right, right. And then right. it would be done in two seconds. Mm-hmm. What a, what a fun plot that is. I always love when care no, and no one doesn't love when characters go, no way I can explain. It actually and then the other been... person goes, no, you can't, and runs away. It would have been an interesting um, opportunity to take because it seems like they're really pushing Hollow's Eve as being a villainous and, you know, yeah. not being a Cured good person a good necessarily, person. Yeah. right? So mm-hmm. it would have been an interesting moment for her to be like, no, like we can get Gene and we'll we'll fix it. Like, trust me, it really like helped me. Yeah, and like we'll and like Halsey could be like, don't listen to her. Oh yeah, no, that'd be great if that happened, but it didn't. Like, don't listen to her. Mm-hmm. Like, no, 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 no. She's trying to trick you. Trust me, mm-hmm. they can't give you your memories back. Right. Like, yeah, I'm 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 indulging the worst parts of you. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not what's happening. I mean, like mm-hmm. she is, but like, but that's not. But really the story true. isn't carrying that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the issue itself is very much like, well, I'm glad you're having a fun time. Like you seem to really enjoy this. Like Ed McGinnis must be having a fun time drawing like goofy as shit demons, be mm. like pretending to be Sinister Six characters, and like you know, you know, Hallow's Eve facilitates the theft of uh, Madeline Pryor's scythe. Oh. So Ben gets it, and he's King Chasm, and he's huge, and he's like, well, I'm in charge of Limbo now. Listen, like, at the no, very no. least, they're following with the Madeline Pryor's no longer. Yeah, like. Evil. I mean, it's called Dark Web. I guess it needs it's to. More Spider-Man it's more Spider Man centric. More yeah. about him than it is her. Like she's like facilitated some of it. Yeah, we but... just needed a we needed a Spider Man character to be in Limbo and to like explain how yeah. it works. I guess it really would have been useful maybe if they had pitched it more that like he tricked her into doing this. That would be really fun, but that's not what happened. No, I know. 
yeah, all these ideas are better than what's happening. But you could tell, like, as far as reading the issue goes, it is very much like it is it is competent. It is well executed in terms of it trying to execute what they want. Mm -hmm. But condescendingly speaking, it looks like they're having a really fun time doing it. I'm so glad that they're doing it at the expense of the reader. Good for you guys. Enjoy. But hey, the the x-men part was fun the x-men part was fun and if you're an x-men fan like you you're done you're your part of the ride is I'm, over i'm out thank you for for having me yeah enjoy the rest of your time here in the dark web right it, it's um I'm, I'm a i'm a tap out yeah <laughs> no it's great I, i'm i'm very glad that like the x-men people got something out of this uh the spider-man people just get to continuously be kicked in the nuts until like the until the heat death of the universe uh that's what this book is rec rap is dumb i'm sorry i appreciate that they're doing it and i'm like it's just it ain't for me but the, like, but to be fair as a child of like the like 90s so to speak i like didn't like spider side either you know, like I didn't like all the goofy Battletoads looking characters that appear in Spider-Man. Like, you know, I I I I barely tolerate Venom. I do get people like wanting to like like it though, because it's because so, if it's some... Stockholm syndrome. Like I well, I, you don't understand. I spent like seven dollars on this issue. I I, I can't feel I can't just be, have been it's built. Not seven dollars. No, it's five dollars. Four dollars. Is it? So it's four right there. Oh, great. That's even that's even less dollars. That's true. That's true. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Four dollars. Yeah. All right. Even still, it's uh it's a shame. And then after this, we're gonna get like the what did Peter Parker do? So like it's a it it, it is very much Which a filler. I keep saying I legitimately hope like yeah. blows the doors off. It better like, I, I, I it so, can I know, but I, I hope I, I, I hope it in my core yeah. for every Spider-Man fan out there I, I, that this is like like you're like Oh my God! Yeah, what an so unbelievable moment yeah. in Spider history, right, exactly. Spider Man history. Like, you guys are gonna really appreciate it. No, like in the future, people are gonna be like, "Wow, yeah, that was a time." What period. did Peter Parker do? Blew my mind is what he did. Thank you, Zeb Wells. You I, are now secured in the annals of history of Spider Man writers. I don't know. I don't think that's probably gonna. It's happen. gonna be I'm Roger just, Stern. You know. JMD Mateus, Jeff, uh, no, not Jeff Johns, uh, uh, Jerry Conway, yeah, Straczynski, and Zeb Wells. I don't see that happening, but I, I want it for all of you. Yeah, I want it so bad. But like, that's the problem is that like that's what it's like to be a Spider-Man fan is to like just is to have like Alzheimer's disease and just keep thinking that like it's hey, I hit myself in the head with a hammer and I I don't know why it didn't like make like you know unicorns real. It's just it's it's a mess. (laughs) But uh, anyway, it's a book that exists, and if you if you like like goofy shit, you're gonna love this issue. Like if you if you're like I'm a Spider-Man casual, I don't care. Like you know what I mean? Like I just want to read about a guy who can like stick the walls. Like I love I love Spider Verse. That's my answer to that statement. Then I think you're gonna enjoy this because it's like it's just a bunch of goofy bullshit, right? Uh, you know. So you know, you know, you're like it, and it's never gonna be like fun. Mm. Like I, but I which I've talked about one before. day. Like it, no, no. Like the, the only hope you can have is like you know miniseries out of continuity stuff and movies you know like, what you really need to have happen mm. is another character at marvel to become more popular in the zeitgeist yes and then marvel sinks their claws into that and says like i don't care what spider-man's yeah, what doing anymore yeah spider-man that's slips what to you like, need to happen yeah, spider-man slipped to like number 10 in the top like 10 books. and like the fantastic four like just just skyrocketed. skyrocketed in popularity and they were just like okay wait what are you doing over there with that would fantastic be nice four? i would genuinely hope that that was the, that would be the case and then it would be like the 80s again uh not that i want that because like you know we didn't have great health care back then <laughs> like it was, the 80s were great you know what i mean like we uh-huh. did but uh i'm just saying you know at the very least like the, the popular characters would be popular and the 
like niche characters would remain niche. Right. Spider-Man is, was always number one. The reality is Spider-Man was always on the top. Um, it's just that they didn't care as much mm. or they just let them do it. They were like, Oh, if you're like writing it and people are buying it, then just do what you want. Yeah. Anyway, Spider-Man. That's what he does to me. <laughs> All right, Spider-Man. All right, Spider-Man. That's enough out of you. Uh, what'd you read? Uh, let's do a couple of quick ones here. Um, I just want to, as a reminder, everybody, Saga returned. Yes. This last week. So if you... Too much fanfare. Uh, what do you mean? Just because... Just because there were like a million copies on the on the shelf? Yeah. And by the way, that is not, uh, that is not correlation equals causation. No. I should say, like, just because your comic shop had a bunch of copies doesn't mean that the book didn't sell out. It doesn't mean that the book isn't uh, fantastic. Well, it's also because Image, I don't know if they're, they're still sticking to their guns about the only printing one oh, yeah. time. Right? Like the, they're not doing they second do reprints. Runs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're back, and it took me a hot second to remember some stuff that had happened in the last issue. Sure. Uh, because, you know, they took a break, and um, it continues to be fabulous, but there is like a like death, a loss in this that happens like I... Every issue I must don't have a death. Rem- no, no. But I don't remember it happening in the pages of the last few issues. I might have to go back and check it out. But like, I, if it didn't, it just happens in between the time. Yeah. And that's like sad to me. Hmm. It happens like very much off panel. And I'm like, okay. But like, it's also realistic. Yeah. There's a realistic nature to that. That like not everything gets to have a grand exit. Yeah. And like that's just life. And I think that's why this book can be so beautiful and frustrating for me sometimes because I'm just like, yeah, but you're writing it. And it's like, yeah, but like, yeah, he's writing it. But that like it makes you feel because of the way in which it's it you can relate to it, even though it's like a ridiculous and over the top fantastical world that yeah. this story takes place in. And yet everyone is so human in it like so it, it's it's I'm, i i don't want to ruin it because it's a, it's a silly small thing it's mm-hmm. not silly it, it's a it's a thing that happens but i don't want to ruin it for somebody who hasn't had a chance to read it and like it's not at all a big deal it was for me i think though so like, I, like objectively i don't want to ruin it for somebody but subjectively i don't think it will ruin it for anybody um the art continues to be amazing. I, I liked, um, I don't know when they did the switch over. It's always been like this, but I noticed it for the, like this time around. I'm sure I've noticed it before, but that Fiona Staples name is first. Oh, I, I think that's nice. Yeah. That's lovely. Um, also, um, you'll note if you're purchasing this, um, this issue was three ninety nine, um, which is fine. Like Brian kept it as low as possible for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. And he addresses it in the back that um it was 299 but they tried to they held that line for a really long time for like for it's longer like as than long, DC as did long as, when they announced they were holding the line at 299 yeah for as long as like i can remember this book coming out it's been 299 um and um so it has finally had to catch up and that's just a that is that and that's a legit inflation thing right like that's like a real thing where it's like you know what we have to push the price on this yeah um and so it'll be now be 399 but there is a whole he addresses it he doesn't pretend like that's not something he yeah but he get, he got ahead of it like he did make a he, he addressed it i mean the reality is like they probably were like the book doesn't sell very well anymore because yeah. we keep taking effing hiatuses and we need to stop doing that yeah so and so like they the image probably said like you need to raise the price or we're going to cancel the book right sorry like it isn't 2008 anymore <laughs> like people aren't hyped for saga like they were right so like it's been a decade and there's only 60 issues so additionally in in like if you'll read through the letters uh, i believe there's actually a marriage proposal in here <gasps> oh that's cute yeah 
Oh. It's really sweet. So I, I thought that was wonderful. I and love and that. I, I wish the best of luck to Everett and Stephanie. I hope she, <laughs> I hope she said yes. I legit do. I hope there's a follow up letter in one of these. That'd be um, nice. Or if they're in our chat, you should let us know. Yeah. <laughs> for somehow you're in this in the chat. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a, a beautiful, sad um story, continues to be uh a lot of great stuff though and honestly the end of this like the end of this is brian gavon being like i he's dangling something and i'm like i i it's so sad to say this because it's not the way of the world because like i don't necessarily subscribe to this um but that i'm like i'm afraid to have hope here right and that's what he's dangling in front of me mm -hmm. is hope and i'm like mm. so good great work there there you go uh, also gargoyles number two came out Yes. How was how is how are Goliath and company? Well, none doing? of my pages fell out. Oh, good. So That's good. We're already doing better. All right, Dynamite. Way to go. Way to step it up on right? your debut series. Uh, written by Greg Weissman with art by George uh, Cambodice. Cam Cambodice. Yeah. Um. Listen, I I if you like the show, you're gonna like the comic. That's all I can say. Yeah, it's by you know the guy I mean? who like, made the if show. You, if so. you're like, oh man, I remember like Thalog and I at least his brother and like all that stuff. Like it's all in here. It's all in here. And it's like if you didn't, you're gonna be like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> yeah. The hell is going on? But if you like the show, trust me, it's written in the same tone. You're gonna hear the voices like characters showing up and immediately my brain's like i know what they sound like like i i have a whole casting call going on here there's some new characters where i'm like damn it now i gotta make something up you just pick a star wars just or star pick trek a star character. trek character because yeah. most of them were voiced from there so well, i'll just like patrick stewart never voiced anybody i can't believe that i mean i can yeah i, I cannot back see, then definitely yeah i can't see him in a booth um i could i mean he did that awful video game voiceover remember that one that we had like you got it for like a dollar where like he yes. clearly read that like opening crawl demon in, stone something like that if that sounds about right uh, if i'm right good job right yeah way um, to go but yeah i i continue to like this book it is like I, i'm not even gonna call it's it only two books <laughs> what it's only two issues well i know but like i i thought the first issue might be just my nostalgia mm. for it but i was like no i'm actually enjoying this story but okay trust me if you're not a fan of gargoyles i don't know if this book's gonna win you over necessarily it's well written and it, right. it, it's for fans of gargoyles it is 100 for fans of gargoyles but seriously if you do pick it up and you're like what the heck's all about go watch it it's on disney plus they're not <laughs> chilling for them but skip uh skip the Gar don't, goliath chronicles do not watch the goliath chronicles just just ignore that they exist it's not worth your time it's just crap but like watch everything else you're welcome ahead of time you're gonna have a good time believe you me keith david is amazing and yeah. i really wish i know that like disney's making all those like questionable choices with like live action movies make that one yeah. i know they'd be still be cg it would still be animated in that Fine. way but like please do this while keith david is still here walking on this earth because he is goliath through and through he's absolutely amazing he brings his a game 100 percent. just yeah. yes my guy there yeah. so keith david rules he's absolutely incredible so that's it it's just yep. i like gargoyles he's why we saw the uh the princess and the frog <laughs> We were like, oh, he plays the guy. I'm also, so... because it's like one of the last like truly animated. Oh, animated. It was yeah. a beautiful movie, by the way. That it was, really is. It was, I'm so glad we saw it. Yeah, me too. That was, thanks, COVID. But uh, yeah. What so... else did you read? Oh, um, I read... <laughs> you know what? While you pull that up, Gallo es or Gallo Espejo. Would y'all ever do Next Wave Agents of Hate by Ellis and Eminem now that Elsa Bloodstone's been introduced to the MCU? She was in Werewolf by Night, which is surprisingly a fun watch. Yeah, we saw it. Uh... Yeah, I might consider doing Next Wave. I've always thought about it, but like, you know, I've always been kind of like avoiding it because like it's not a very like 
well-trafficked book uh, in the larger spectrum. Like people mm-hmm. know it, but uh, maybe then maybe that's the way to go. Like, you know, because people know it, but they don't really know it, you know, it might put people back on that radar. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I, I mean, I, I like that book, so I'd be happy to talk about it someday. Okay. Uh, Jose Rivera says, love the letters page video last week. And as a Superman fan, I'm thrilled Jurgens gets to write young John again. Me too. I'm sure he is as well. Yeah. And I'm sure no Peter doubt. J. Tomas is like, what the hell? <laughs> it's like, dude, you have like, you have like two ghost challenge of the super sun series. Like people, the people don't even know that book exists Yeah, and you got to write them. I'm sorry, you know, but uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for them too. And thanks for checking out letters page. That was an old show yeah. we used to do, uh, but I found that it was actually shot in June. So uh, oops. Uh, Paul Williams. Hope you are all well. Strange question. I sent in a copy for you of Batman long shadows a couple of months ago. It didn't perhaps get opened earlier in another episode of letters page. No, we haven't shot it since June. So, uh, so- nope. It's uh, just on a pile over there. So here's what's hilarious about that. Like I, the other day I mentioned letters page she offhandedly because I was just like, I guess that show's done. No one's really sending anything anymore. And like, I, I was, was like, like no, that's, they are. that's fine. Like we don't ask, like no one has yeah, we ever don't remind sent people anything. like, Hey, there's a PO box. Yeah. Below, like that like, is not your job to do that. But I was like, Oh, I guess it's kind of the end of like, it kind of naturally ended. And he was like, Oh no, there's like a pile. Oh no. There's like a whole stack of them. I was like, we what? got a box this big. I was like, what is this? I was like, what? We're yeah. <laughs> I don't. I apparently I don't explore enough. In no, this place. it's literally over there. Where? Behind that door. Oh, really? I was in there the other day. Radium Theater <laughs> Productions. Uh, his name is Rec Rap, and he's here to say trolling comic style on Marvel way. Uh, whacking webs now. Thank you very much. <laughs> I like that you had to read that too. Nah, me too. <laughs> Silver Cricket. John Kent is in that hole for five years. You know how long that is. Why that is how long it's been since the original Clone Saga. Five years. That's right. That's right. In real time, five years. In the you know in the Marvel sliding time scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, L says Doctor Strange Fall Sunrise has been so beautiful. I appreciate Tiffany for pushing the Doctor Strange agenda. <laughs> is that an agenda? It's it? my agenda. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Doctor Strange, baby. Oscar Moreno, thoughts on the new X-Men titles that got announced? Uh, I have no idea what that means, but uh, we'll be sure to like... Let l- me know. Like, are you talking about something that is like that just got announced? Right I, from I the book? S- we'll talk about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, 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 you could be in a couple of different exactly. things. I don't know Nick that. Prado, another day, another handsome Sal. Thanks, Nick. It's so true. Uh, disagree. Level 87 code, comic pop, comic rocks. Hey, I like that. Thanks yeah, very much. You the comic rocks. That's right. By the yeah, way, right. it was Demon Stone. I nailed it. Hey, I way to go. Confirmation. If you ever watched that, it's amazing. You could tell he read it in one. Oh, he was yeah. like, you got one. And he read it. And he's because he's like, he's like waiting for it to roll up. Like, it's I amazing. did forget that he played um, the CIA agent or CIA head of the CIA. In yeah. American in American Dad. Dad. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, no, he would do that now. But like then. Yeah. Back then. No way. He he's was like, not. Doing no, it. thank you. Is Brent Spina going to be there? Forget it. Uh, Nuber 375. Hey, guy, wanted to support your content. Also, why haven't you done Watchmen back issues? Because everyone's read it. And yeah. uh, especially the team, like everyone's read it and nobody cares. Like, you know, you don't want to watch an episode of us talk about Watchmen. Um, Maybe we, we should do a different type of show for that. You, yeah i guess we could just sit down and talk about it like we but like that that's not back issues people would be like no. but yeah okay you talked about watchmen but like why didn't you make fun of watchmen well, that's what you got ben for yeah the new ethan thank you both for the uh, and the whole crew for all the amazing content seriously it's been helping me through uh work for the past two weeks stay awesome we'll keep up the great work thank you so much for watching glad we could be there for you and, you know uh, we'll do you and ethan will have a real conversation then ben and i will critique your conversation there we go <laughs> uh, yeah y'all watch that uh, Dan Master uh, 1223. Uh, Ola, Comic Pop, first time Hello. super chatter, long time oh. viewer. You and Tiff and Benny reignited my love for comics after 10 years. So thank you. What oh. is a uh, complete series you both would recommend as a as someone 
And as someone from Jersey, keep it up. Oh, oh nice. Hey. hey. All right. Jersey. Uh, a complete series. Right? Oh, my God. There's like a million things I could say. It's true. Yeah. Right? I don't know. There's a ton. I'm like, like a, a series. Like also, Spider-Man was a great series that I enjoyed very much. Yeah, like um, the 1602 count. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's more of an original graphic novel, Fine. but I'll take it. Okay, uh, the Aaron um, Doctor Strange, Strange run. run always, I will always say that that's an amazing series. Yes, that's true. That's that true. one. Do that. Yeah, I'm just looking at old episodes of back issues now to see if there's anything. Um, I mean, there's you know, there's a ton. We've done so many at this point. It's hard to it's hard to pin down. Uh, oh, Beta Ray Bill, I really enjoyed. Yeah, I love that Supergirl. Woman Supergirl one of tomorrow for sure. Incredible. Um, it's complete. Like yeah, I think about I'm like ones that are finished. Yeah, that, that are, are done. Complete. That are not going to yeah, do yeah, anything. Yeah. I loved Rorschach. I think that was great. Uh, you know, uh, but I enjoyed Human Target. You should be reading that. Yeah, I mean, like again on the Tom King bandwagon, Mister Miracle. Mister Miracle's great too. Excellent. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. The me you love in the dark. Oh, the me you love in the dark. You just got a friend to read that. I did. I did get a friend to read that. That was great. So you guys, uh, what else I read? Yeah, what else did you Someone read? Someone else mentioned Doctor uh, Strange, yes. um, Fall Sunrise, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, I caught up on that because I was like, I never actually finished issue two because I no. because I didn't end up having to talk about it the week it came out. Exactly. And so, and then, so we got like we got it, it came out at the holidays, which was like I was again was in, in my brain. I was like, I'm gonna have so much time to read comics. I know. No. No. Um. Tradmore, Heather Moore. Tradmore doesn't doing the art and the well the pencils slash inks and the writing on this one. Heather Moore doing the colors on this book. Um, let me tell you something right now about this book because like I, I read issue two and issue three. Issue four, the last issue is coming out. Like, oh, is that f- yeah? That's four? it. Four issues. That's it. Trust me. So Doctor Strange well, they're, they're, is they're, less of a commodity than Supergirl. Well, these issues are longer. Oh, are they? Like this is like issue 30, three was 36, 36 pages, pages. Right? well i think it's like 33 without ads but like oh. give or take but and like it's still it's still over well i don't know i thought well maybe that was issue two was mm, this one's 36 yeah maybe i don't know because when i go into um yeah no it's just 33 oh all right fine. but like you know whatever that's in comicsology maybe they're counting the spreads as whatever i don't know oh, comicsology, they're going far all i know is that you're getting over 30 pages which is much longer than a standard comic is right now so yeah. like it's not really just four issues when right. you think about it right in terms of how long a comic book is they're probably getting to five six issues right yeah. depending maybe five i don't know um but um no i mean like but this is the story you wanted to tell like i don't think this is like a like oh no you he can't only got four issues no right? i think this is just this is the story he's telling right and this book for me is like hey do you want to get the equivalent of like what ditko was doing with art with kind of a Demetrius into shambhala sort of like out there storytelling mm-hmm. that's what this is like right, it's literally cool. taking the idea behind like you know like it's silver surfer black right this like kind of out there story with like this like crazy like mythology that you know was being built now imagine taking that concept and then Tradmore is going to take that concept and go like okay what if i took that specific part of the concept and like took a character like dr strange yeah and then just expanded on it and just went crazy okay, with it right, right like cool. it's it's like has all right so like i know that there's lots of people out there that 100 percent understand the lore behind elden ring and like i have a very cursory knowledge of it because i played some of it before having to switch to another game um, but every once in a while, I really want to go back and get my ass handed to me. Um, but I know there's so much deep lore there, right? But like you're reading some of these things and you're just like, uh huh, cool. 
what? Who thought of this? Why would this be like this? It makes sense because I'm here, I guess. Like, sure, I have to accept what this is because that's the, the rules handed to me, right? Yeah. That's what this kind of reminds me of, where you're just like, no, of course that's what's happening. Be- mm. Because, sure, why not? But, like, who thinks of these things? Right. Like, it, it's written in, the, like, a, a flowery, you know, mythological sort of language, but also has, like, tethers to real, like, deities and names and, like, Gnosticism and stuff like oh, that, cool. right? So, like, it, it's all over the place. More is thinking on another plane of existence that I'm clearly not on, but I'm really enjoying the ride and how much it makes me think of like the psychedelic nature of the original concept of dr strange gotcha. and i think that like it is very much like a love letter while being its own thing to that time period to ditko's desires for this character it's like okay what if we took that and like completely modernized it that's this is where we were oh cool. and like right. it, it's like a, it, like i said it's a beautiful love letter and i know when we did um fantastic four one two three four i yes. was like man you know what i really want to see is like no that was uh full circle sorry full circle when we i just saw one two three four. i know fantastic um, four, one two three four damn it it was when a we, good book when but we it was... did full circle yeah and like i was like all i want to do is see alex ross on this and i still want that but if you're really talking about taking like a, a character and then like or a group of characters and then calling back to where they started yeah that's what this book is doing nice but i'm telling you it is not light reading mm. but it doesn't mean it's not enjoyable okay and i really am very glad that i had ended up reading two and three together i think this book is going to read amazingly as trade. a trade yeah like it's going to be just that much more fluid but like yeah there's like something like, the, there's just the art is out there and wild and crazy and then like you've got this amazing story going on and it's all like gods and this is happening and crazy magic is occurring we're not worrying about like the whole magic as like, none of that's there it's just just fun here it's just fun out there wild wacky and just incredible looking Love it, it. you're gonna see things in this book that you're just like you you have to like think about the fact that a person drew this right like a person conceived of this concept there are some character designs in these books that are, i'm just like how like what what came to you yeah you actually saw like, just you the dr strange on the cover is like what yeah it's it's it's, yeah. it's, it's crazy well you know how they say like you know like like in Sandman, what have you? Like, there's angels, and it's like, yes, it's, it's like if you were saw an angel, you'd shit your pants. Yeah, because like they're like ten eyes, and right? Crazy. And that's what you're gonna see in that's this, that awesome. kind of thing. And Good. I'm like, okay. So I think this also speaks to that Evangelion fan in me. I'm like, oh yes, yeah, thank yeah. you. So this is very much a book for me, even if I probably don't fully understand it right now. I think I'm gonna need a totally like secondary read through from start to finish. I don't mm-hmm. care about saying that. Like I don't need to pretend like I'm the smartest person in the room at mm-hmm. all. Like I'm just loving every moment of it, and I can't recommend it enough. If you're a Doctor Strange fan, if you've read into Shambhala and you love Ditko's work, trust me, this is a pickup for you. And I really hope they make an oversize. Oh like, man! Oh my gosh! This you need to see it. Big. Yeah. It's unfortunately regular size right now, but like, yes. I saw it on the rack and I was like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, great. All right. Full Sunrise, number three. Check it out. If you mm-hmm. haven't already, you should because it's on the rack. I've seen them. Yeah. Uh, Oscar Moreno, Marvel announced titles that lead to the fall of X. And here they are, ladies okay. and gentlemen. Let's do it. Here we go. Sons of X. Okay. Makes sense. Sure. I'm sure that's going to be. Yep. Next. Spurrier Spice and Phil Noto. Oh, he's getting Noto. Yay. Oh, that's that's good for him. Good for you, Sai. The Heralds of Apocalypse. Oh shit. I was really hoping we were gonna hold off on that. Al one. Ewing and Luca Pizarro. I really thought we were gonna keep that one in our pocket, but yeah, like wait for something else. Yeah. Nope. Can't do that. Too much money. At least it's Ewing. At least it's Ewing. Mutant first strike. 
Okay. Uh, Steve Orlando and Valentina Pinti. Okay. Uh, the Sinister Four. Okay. Kieran Gillen. Okay. And Paco Medina. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. Uh-oh. That cover's really pretty. Yeah, all the covers have been fantastic. I know. I'm just even this one. That that cover's stunning. That yeah. one that with like the uh, yeah this one. Yeah. That's I I like that. That's gorgeous. Oh, it's it great. looks like an eye. Right? There's a lot going on there that I'm really digging. Yeah, love it. And that's it. Okay. Yeah, this all makes sense. Yeah. That's okay. Fine. I was I there was in my heart of hearts. I 100% knew Apocalypse was coming back. Yeah. But, like, did I hope that they would be having that they these, would wait like, a minute? Just it's okay yeah. it's okay no sh- sh- we don't have to do that just no, yet it's true. but i get it yeah i get it uh, i should also mention um in complete series batman universe Ooh, that's a good one uh, and we had a recommendation for batman white knight which is also a fun excellent one, one too uh, good choice cat lawyer will defend for treats did you see the trailer for doom that came to gotham mm-hmm. only uh know that book because of back issues and now it's getting adapted hope it's good crazy coincidence it is a crazy coincidence it i is. saw the trailer i did too it's I, fun. I think they're clearly going to change some things so hey while you, like well, before you see it if the, you know if you are of a mind pick up the book yeah and then watch our episode and then watch the movie that's it. there you go and that way you could be that's along for system. the ride yeah. jose <laughs> rivera gargoyles 2 was good but short damn yeah. decompression it was for sure very short but like there was a couple of things where like i appreciated like having a minute to get to know a couple of maybe some newer characters and also be like oh yeah and there are like clearly like I, it feels like weissman is might be struggling a little bit with the format of the comic book versus like the episode like episodic yeah. mm-hmm. um so i think we're just finding our feet i'm hoping it's not just like a decompression trying to get your money but i, I do feel like it's maybe a little bit of like trying to get used to this again i mean, yeah. like i know he's written comics before but it's still very different than writing a show yes that's true uh ray far thanks for the amazing dance always thankful <laughs> for comic pop i've experienced so many lovely stories because of you guys thank you sincerely thank, well, you, thank ray. you i'm glad we could do that that's what i want like i want people to be exposed to comic books enjoy them find out that like you know they're 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 better than you think and you should be checking them out absolutely uh, i read all out avengers number five because i heard about it uh from derek oh, wait, Landy really? and greg land yeah no i did Oh, you did not give that away at all before. No, I didn't. Wow. But I, I did read it. Uh, I thought that Greg Land wrote it because I saw Land on the cover, but it was actually Landy. Landy That's Land. It's Derek Landy. Yeah, Landy Land. Uh, this is, I, I didn't read the previous issues because uh, as Stan Lee himself said, every comic is someone's first and I shouldn't have to. And I didn't. Uh, you know, the Avengers were mind controlled. Spider-Man was mind controlled. And watching Spider-Man kind of like take down the Avengers was a lot of fun. It was a, it was, it's a very fun Spider-Man is awesome kind of issue. It's actually kind of like a nice little breath of fresh air because you're like, if you're a, if you're a fan, you know, it, it doesn't have everything that I want, which is like, he was an Avenger like a lot recently. Mm-hmm. And then for him to be like, hey, I'm on the outside. And I'm like, that's fun. It's like a throwback kind of story where, because, and, and it highlights for me, like what I don't like about the Avengers and what I do like about Spider-Man, where it's like a bunch of, you know, testosterone fueled, like bro dudes being like we're in charge and spider-man being like okay i could still hand you your ass bye Mm -hmm. um but it's fun it's a it's really fun like kind of keep away where like no one wants to hurt each other but spider-man like believes he's doing the right thing and uh kind of wraps up in a neat little package but clearly continues into a like what could become like more Mm -hmm. um I don't know how it's doing, so I don't know how Marvel will regard it or put it in with like the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a fun little story, and uh, it made me want to read the re- the rest of them uh, because it was like, oh, Landy seems to have a really good like 
handle on these characters. Mm -hmm. And one thing is uh, for certain, you do know that uh, the book will come out on time. Yeah. Because that's why land's getting work. There you go. That's uh, true. Yeah. I also read uh, Ninja Turtles, The Last Round in the Lost Years. What? Uh, from Tom Waltz and Kevin Eastman and Ben Bishop. Also, uh, S.L. Gallant. I'm going to say Gallant. <laughs> uh, but yeah this is a book that uh by all rights really shouldn't exist because like it was already explained um this is like what happened to michelangelo during those like that that those years when he was alone before like when he was in japan and stuff and i'm like we know we read the book that's all we don't need more and they're like no you do though because last ronin sold freaking great right and you know what like it actually justifies itself pretty well like the the story is fun you watch michelangelo like doing his thing in the last Ronin, you watch like the formation of his hallucinations of his brothers. But more importantly, what's 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 really about uh, the justification of this book is you get to see the new turtles. This is a sequel to Last Ronin oh. and a flashback to what happened to Michelangelo. And I think that's really important because I like they, they throw all the turtles, the new turtles, at you, mm -hmm. and like here are their names, here are their like distinctions and their personality traits. And it wasn't enough to hook me. But then they're like, but here are the old turtles. And I'm like, or at least one of them. And mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, now you got me. I, it's, it, it, I'm not hooked on those new turtles. Okay. And it's not that like I'm a purist because I couldn't, like, I love the turtles, but only in as much as like I watched the cartoon, I read the, some of the, some of the comic books. I played a lot of the video games, you know, like I played with the action figures a lot more than I did any of the you made other your own properties. stories. Yeah. I made more stories about the turtles than I ever read or watched <laughs> any of them. The first Ninja Turtles movie is a masterpiece. I know you're um, a big fan, but, uh, you know, but, uh, but, but, so I'm not like a purist when it comes to the turtles and yet, uh, the new turtles, I'm like, feels like you're trying a little too hard. Mm. Plus the names. I was like, you, you didn't, you didn't make them comic book names. Like, Eastman and Laird, if they were going to introduce a fifth turtle, we're going to call it Kirby. Right. And it's like, so it's not just going to be like Kirby Lee, Ditko and Ramita. Like it's, we're not just going to do that. That'd be fun. Like, are you kidding me? Uh, instead, it's just a bunch of, it's just a bunch of gobbledygook. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. Uh, that, you know, but there, you know, there's one that's like a fun, like there's one, like a, she's a, it's a girl turtle and she's like, she does machines and I'm like, all right, well, that's fine. And uh, she's got fun, like painting. And it's like, oh my God, that's right. Turtles have like markings and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of fun. Are they painted turtles? She's a painted turtle. And oh, I'm okay. like, oh, hey, that's kind of fun. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's cool. It's, it's, it's fun. It's a good read, but, uh, I, you know, one of the biggest, like exciting parts of last Ronin was like new turtles. Right. So we'll see if it works. Like okay. th this is also like when they're young. We haven't seen them like actually become like ninja turtles yet. Right, they're still right. learning. Okay. But uh it's, it's an uphill battle, I think. Mm. What okay. You, what else did you read? Uh I finished off Exterminators. Hey, the, it did the, it did end. Yeah. It did end. It, it was it's all done. It's all done. And that's not a debt condemnation. Like no. this isn't one of those we're not one of those channels that's like Exterminator sucks because it exists. But uh yeah. No, I mean, like, they, they said it was five issues, and it's five issues. And it is, Although yeah. they say at the end, like, they will return. They're like, eh, But it does say more? end. Like, they're like, but we're done with this. Right yeah, now. exactly. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Which is what I said. Like, this is, this is, a team like this is better suited to, like, five issue stories. Right. As like, opposed to, like, we got to come up with an ongoing story for these <laughs> exactly. guys. Exactly. Like, that's such, such a smart idea. Just, like, it, look. It's like, if ever... somebody has an exterminator's pitch, like, all right, you can do it in five, we're done. Yeah. Good. Well, Marvel is all about limited series anyway. Like, sure. none, of their, none of their books are ongoing anymore. Yeah. This just really, like, wraps it all up where it's just like, how are the girls going to get back at the bad guys? And, and then they do, and they kick ass, and they take names, and, and they get 
you know. And they go, are we some kind of exterminators? By the way, Leah Williams, uh, Carlos Gomez. Uh, yes. Well, I didn't even do that. I was just like, just. I know right you just went it. right in. Yeah, like, we got to get exactly. credit. No, no credits. No, uh, no, absolute credits. We're credited. <laughs> absolute credits. Absolute credits. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna like, you know, whatever. No, oh, yeah. Like, but oh. how? Yeah, but so anyway, they they do the thing. They, yeah. They, they do the end of death proof. I right, assume. and that, yes, it very much is that. But they get magic to help out giving her this what is that i believe that's like it's one of the creatures from limbo oh okay that she desperately wanted that's adorable which is fun yeah you can check it out for yourself i won't <laughs> i won't give things away no um especially like in the last issue but yeah at the, at the end of the, the book is like they don't say that like I, I think they do call themselves the exterminators right um but yeah they they do say like you know maybe we should do this some more sometime no, I think they like they put somewhere that they'll be back. Like, oh, okay. Like this, it's the experience will return. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally what they say. Yeah, it's smart. I'm, I'm like, all right, cool. Do. So it was fun. It's silly. It's campy, and it's meant to be that. Like, right. it's not trying to be the most amazing, thoughtful, like you know, art high art story you've ever read. It's just silly, campy, and fun. If you like Death Proof, then like that is what it's supposed to be it yeah. is a is a b movie right and it doesn't book. take the place of anything else it's no. not occupying a space that would be other otherwise occupied by a book that like an, a detractor would want yeah and it is forgivably five issues yeah like it is a, it is a very manageable amount of issues to yeah. just enjoy that yeah so it is a it is very much a grindhouse film without they don't go that gory obviously yeah, it's not like we're, we're gonna go hardcore <laughs> make it freaking x-rated like yeah, we're not doing that it is not x-rated um in your exterminators um but yeah it was silly and fun you yeah. know i don't hate that i read it <laughs> uh, like but i'm not like you know wow that is on my must pull list i, right. I had it a good time my with favorite it. x team no i had a good time with it it was fun and it's over and i'm and i'm good i'm like yay that was fun yeah and i'm glad that they kept it at five. Oh yeah that's smart Delta 501st, thank you very much for your support. Thank you. Uh, yeah, what else did you read, Tiffany? I read Batman One Bad Day, Catwoman Number 1 from G. Willis Wilson and Jamie McElvey. And I didn't get a chance to read it, but I looked at it. You did. Because we have it right here. We do. We have it right there. It's right there. Uh, and I know Jamie McKelvey from um, Wicked and Divine. Wicked and Divine. I was going to say Wayward and Divine because I merged two books together. You definitely in my brain. merged two different books. Yeah, this is a story. Uh, Catwoman is uh, we 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 establish in her history that like Catwoman and her sister had this brooch that her mother uh, inherited from like an old as an old family heirloom. She sold it to a pawn shop, and then it turns out that the heirloom is part of like some like war collection piece. The heirloom itself. Um, is up for auction by a bunch of hoity-toity one percenters and it's worth like millions of dollars or whatever or hundreds of thousands at least and so selena's like that's not fair my mom was built that's bullshit i'm gonna steal it back uh she does she calls her sister and she's like i got it back and her sister's like cool how does that help me i'm working as a cashier and i'm miserable like okay cool like maybe we'll get lunch sometime like thanks for the heads up click you know, like it, it's very much like a lesson that Selena needs to learn uh, in the story. Also, Selena meets like a, a, a an older woman con artist who facilitates the auction itself and also reveals uh, through, you know, the, the, the narrative that the brooch that Selena stole, which she then tries to fence to get like the millions of dollars to help her sister out mm -hmm. is actually a fake. Her mother was like, not, she was, yeah, Aww. it was always fake. It was always oh. worth nothing. And that, like, it was a 
it was a grift or something you know it's just like my mom and it's like it, they, things are worth what you believe they're worth you know farts uh and it's like that's it was a nice little nice idea um th this makes me like kind of this is a fine done in one Catwoman story. I would be very upset if this was like a mini series. Cause like mm. you could easily stretch this out. Sure. Into like a five issue mini series. Uh, and I'm so thankful they didn't. Uh, McKelvey does a nice job with rendering people individually on the page, but the pages themselves are not especially uh exciting uh the people themselves are exciting like the the, the people are rendered when they are deliberately and individually rendered they are spectacular there's a beautiful image of selena in a dress and uh McElvey does not shy away from showing her muscularity <laughs> and uh show and, and, it, and it's like yo like if she were catwoman jumping around and flipping and crap like she'd have muscles mm -hmm. and it's hot like you can't deny like it's you know that she is sexy even if like she has like these built you know she's a she's built you know what i mean and it's like they're they're showcasing this kind of like very feminine but still also muscular person right it's like they're they're doing a thing and i'm like and i appreciate i'm here for it good for you you know and they're and they're and they're and it's well executed mm -hmm. like as i said each person is well executed yeah but they are the focus of the panel or page and everything else is uh sacrificed as a result um you know the backgrounds are not terribly dynamic and the, the, the background characters are not terribly well rendered and you know it's like there are everything looks like it's like it rendered with like a 3d program that i own you know what i mean like it's like oh i need i need a background i need a table i need a building like whatever blah you know it's like it's, it, let me just get this book out you know i'm, I'm not complaining no, you are. All right, I'm complaining. It's it's no, not. You are, and I know that the, it's that, not my kind of book. That is a like that type of thing is something that drives Sal crazy. Everybody, I can tell you this because I know I hear about it it's a lot. True. Uh, I don't think that's what's happening here. Okay. I will say, I think here's what I think is the thing. About here's, this here's, book. here's, here's what my problem. Here's is. what I think your problem with it might actually. Okay. Because I don't have um, a real problem with it. I'm no, not no, no, I, I know. But McKelvey did the coloring on this. Oh, really? And I gotta tell you, like, I like the coloring better in wicked and divine this is is wicked and divine coloring no i'm not i i i actually when you look i just remember liking it better mm. um there's something about the palette chosen throughout the book i i don't know what it is i'm not it's not i'm not loving the color palette it's, here but it is very deliberate that's one thing that i well, did like subconsciously notice like it's you can tell like there is a sometimes there's a there's a there's a look to this book no there's there. a look to it but like it just seems like sometimes like Sometimes the Wicked and Divine stuff's like kind of leeching in and then it's like, oh no, but I'm doing a regular comic book. I shouldn't, I shouldn't right. pull that back. Or like a and color then... should mean something and it like right. it should it signify like a moment and it, like, you know, not to compare it's apples just, and it oranges. Just, you but... know what it is? It doesn't feel so cohesive like, no. because of that for some reason. Mm -hmm. But the fact is like, I still like the look of it, but I, you know what though? McKelvey's art is stylized. And so you're either gonna like it or you're not yeah. like with Sal, you don't like, you know, like the way that the backgrounds are done. I'm like, that's eh, pretty, well, it's I, just I very, have no problem with it. Yeah. It, it's, it's not my kind of thing, but like I do, but, but the people themselves, you know, it reminds me of, um, what's his name? You know, the one, uh, he drew a lot of Batman, but it's very similar in terms of like, this is how I draw people. And it's like, take it or leave it. You okay. know what I mean? Um, he drew, uh, war jokes and riddles but uh oh yeah right yeah. i but, remember that was but this has more of a, but this has a softer style to no that. it is and I, I again i like mckelvey's art style yeah. for sure um i just again i wish the um i, I love it i love this color palette here yeah like I, this is a really you, you, you feel like it's really, morning or day like beautiful like, like cohesive page and then mm -hmm. there's another page where i'm like yeah okay yeah 
like just fine. Well, and like there's a there's almost and that, again, I hate, not to, in I hate the art. to suggest this, but there is kind of like a, a stiffness to it. But that's McKelly's work. And and it's not like, like that, that sequence like, where she jumps around. Like I, I I I've seen that. You know, I read comic books. Like I've seen this this idea. Yeah. Of how to execute this like a thousand times. It it didn't. I didn't feel a flow. Like is. I like okay, this. so let me tell you, I actually kind of like this, but I know what you're talking about. But what I see here is this is almost like a like a camera took a whole bunch of like high speed images, right? Oh, okay. Like that's what that looks like to me. Mm -hmm. Like there's something kind of cool about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And usually there's like a bit of like half tone dot going on there. There's definitely a little something that's like a little Comical pop arty yeah, pop about arty. it. That's like what it is. I, I do like it. I like the overall look of the book, but I just I happen to notice that like sometimes the coloring on it it's like it's a little it's a little different yeah it's, yeah yeah it's like i don't know mm -hmm. i don't know but i i i i'm interested in maybe checking it out you should check it out because it's worth how checking does out. it fit within this whole because like it does one bad day thing seems to kind of like be all over the place yeah right now. it is a complete like it's no. like it's an idea but at the same time no this is this is one of those things where um you can tell like that this was pitched as an idea right like this was like an editor's idea like do this mm -hmm. And we'll get like the top talent that DC can get, mm -hmm. you know, to do these things. And no one believes in it, which is part of the course of DC. Yeah. Uh, where they're like, let's make an imprint. No, 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 no. You know what? People are making fun of us for imprints. Let's just do an initiative. Right, right, right. And so, uh, and it's, so people are like, people are taking the job. Because yeah, why sure. wouldn't they, yeah. right? Because it's you also like an opportunity to an OGN, like, or, or at least they've done it one. Yeah. Or a prestige bound, like mm -hmm. here's a thing, which they should. This is, I, I will never say this was a bad idea because it is exactly what DC and Marvel should be doing. So it's not one bad idea. It's not one bad idea. <laughs> uh, but it is not as exciting as it should be mm. or as like interesting as it began. And mm -hmm. I you know, look, look, I know I, I seem like I'm a Tom King stand and I'm, I read the note, the, the latest issue of that, uh, that, that little boy book. I don't remember what the hell it's called anymore, but like, you know, the one with the kids. And they're doing the thing. Danger Street? Danger Street, thank you. And uh, I'm still not sold. But okay. uh, and, I, and I'll never defend Heroes in Crisis. But like, the, I don't need to say that I hate someone's work just to explain that I don't like stand them. But like, that, that Riddler issue is so good, but also so divisive. That means it's doing something right. I guess. I, if, if you can, if, if everybody thinks it's great, I think you've done something wrong. And I think if everybody thinks it sucks, you've done something wrong. But if people are like, it's fantastic or it sucks, that's something you've done something right. Like I, you've, you've succeeded. I do think if a lot of people think it's great, it could still be great. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but I also think that like, if everyone agrees it's great, if everyone across the board, mm -hmm. there's no dissension or there's no criticism av available, it means that it's, it, it, it's, it's worth looking at in a more like analytical perspective to figure out why. You know, and, and in that you'll find the, the, the you know, whatever the... Whatever. Oh, you're saying there's no perfection in art? I think, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not saying there's no perfection in art. I'm saying that, like, because that's not perfection. Perfection is 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 in the eye of the beholder. Mm -hmm. uh, the, no, that's that's unanimous agreement. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. But, uh, yeah, I think one... I think, like, the Mr. Freezing was good. Uh -huh. I liked it. But that's the thing is it's not like... They're not clearly the one bad day thing is creatively bankrupt because they just wanted to do killing joke and they just want to try and create a bunch of, and, and this is just them shotgunning killing joke. Mm -hmm. They're like, okay, we got killing joke out of Alan Moore from a contractual obligation. If we can make our top talent 
force them, if you will, into making a killing joke for every single Batman villain. Maybe we'll get another one out of it. Okay. And A, that's Yeah, I mean that, that's what I pitched what happened was in Yeah, you said like, like this is well, like Tom King did not want to write. I was like, uh, there's no story. way I'm reading this book. There's no way that this is like something he wanted to No, do. and he said it. He he, he like, admitted it. He was like, like no, the, the editor came to me and was like, like this Riddler. Is, this was an assignment. Yeah, it was an assignment. And that read like an assignment. I, absolutely. And uh but I loved it. I love that assignment. I did not. You know, I would, I understand like the idea of hiring people to do, like, I'm like, I think you do a great job on this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't want to write about that. And it's like, well, I think you would do great in it anyway. We'll do it anyway. We'll do it anyway. I'm the editor. Um, But uh, as as long as they get to do everything they want, Mm. but still do this, like, I think we can still get get things out Mm -hmm. of it. But like this one bad day initiative, conceptually, creatively bankrupt. Uh, Execution wise, a little bit of a thud. Like the Penguin book, I read it. Like it could have been a, a subplot in, a detect- in, in Detective Comics. Mm-hmm. You know, Mister Freeze could have been an OGN or a one shot. Like it's good, I love it. But like, is it a definitive Mister Freeze story? Is it a killing joke for Mister Freeze? Hell no, not even close. Right. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that looks like. Maybe that is. Maybe maybe Mister Freeze doesn't get a killing joke. You know maybe what? there are some characters that just can't killing joke. You know what? Yeah, I was gonna say inherently it's flawed because it worked for the Joker because of the nature of his character. Yeah, like and I can't. Yeah, no. You're not absolutely. every character, not every villain or character in general, can have that work for them. No, that's their own thing that maybe isn't no. anything like that at it's all. Part, it's part of why I hate Spider-Man Rain. I think Spider-Man Rain is is another creatively bankrupt concept because you can't just apply a story that is intrinsically connected with one character to every character and expect it to work. Like mm-hmm. they went, what if dark Knight returns for Spider-Man? And I'm like, what about like, that's like being like, what if jaws, but it's a moose, like it's a terrible idea and it's creatively bankrupt. Mm-hmm. And it's never going to work. I'm sorry. And it's like, it, you know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. just like, you can't just take the the movie that works or the story that works because it, because the nature of the characters and what it, and, and what makes it fundamental and then applied to somebody else. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe they want a bad day initiative. But I, but I, uh, but you applaud it for what it's doing, regardless of what the assignment might have been, like where it's going. You're yeah. like, okay, you're just doing stories, right? Like one shot kind of stories. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, that's good. Do that. But exactly. you don't have to make it under a thing. It doesn't have to be called a thing. Just do that. That's what they did in the, with, with, with Batman back in the day. They'd be like, here's a Batman prestige, Bat- like here's Batman, the abduction, here's Batman, like whatever, you know, the Elseworlds initiative. They were just like, here's the nail. I don't know. <laughs> It's like what? Yeah. Okay. Cool. And people still talk about it today. That's that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I'm just going to address this one thing. I I saw this and I was like, "There's literally no, no way, way that Sal that will not won't freak read out about this, this and freak out about this." But uh, and and I think it's important to address because I think it's important to say. And I'm not going to call out the person in general because I know that's what they want. And I'm just going to say like, or they just you or, know, or they're just or they're just deliberately misinterpreting or they're just the asking conversation. A question. Like, right. I think that we it's better. But, yeah. Let's let's benefit of the doubt. Let's Thank say they're you. just genuinely asking a question. Uh, uh, no, I don't want editors to do their job and not exist. I don't think that that's what I'm saying. I think that's intentionally misunderstanding the point. Well, I you I could I could say though that you did say that you know that you don't want editors to be involved in certain things, but editors do. We but we've also said that we need that they need to have editors. I said that editor. Yes, there is a point to be made when it's like editorial control is inherently bad or, and I've never said that specifically, but I have said that editorial control is usually to blame for a lot of problems. Well, especially Um, when it's a solo controller, but it's, it's something because occasionally here's the thing, a good editor knows 
you know, can look at the overall picture and understand guidance mm-hmm. or like maybe has an idea and like will pitch that idea to the, the, to the writer and the creative team. But it's really up to the creative team to do that. But if editorial as a whole, as an entity and not just an individual editor right. is driving something forward, yeah. sometimes that can be creatively bankrupt yes. because they're thinking about it less from a like, you know, artistic story driven. Yeah, they're not like philosophy. fostering creativity. They're just trying to like get numbers a box, up, get a thing. Yeah. And it's like, there's good and bad. It's it's like everything. It's shades of gray and it's nuanced and it doesn't, it isn't summed up in a like pithy question that's rhetorical. It, it's about like saying, you know, like it's, I, I, de- and I've said this on, on many occasions and the reality is not to like put too fine a point on it or anything like that, but just because I've said one thing one time or 10 times doesn't mean that I'm beholden to those things in the future mm-hmm. people can change their opinion i haven't but i but i am leaving room for that to be a thing because i think that like people can grow and change right, based but, on like, and, and... but like but i do believe that like i think that and i've said this and again i've said this on numerous occasions like i think that a lot of creativity is sometimes fostered by by restrictions and being put into a box yeah. like, i think that like it, you get more you sometimes you get more out of it it's and, not and always, it depends on the creator it depends on the creators and it depends on the it all really comes down to the situation itself but like there have been times literally when editorial will come up with something and like it works out great and yeah. there are other times where you're just like that creator really was trying to do something else and then editorial stepped in and said well, we changed what we need you to do this exactly like you can feel comparing or using examples and nick spencer spider-man mm-hmm no record on that but it feels very much like nick spencer had an idea he had a direction now i think nick spencer also was like i'm leaving i'm taking a huge paycheck from substack and i don't care what they think and i'm yeah. gonna do what i want and i noticed that there's there, that the editors are asleep at the wheel mm-hmm. so i'm gonna like undo the marriage and fix since past and do this that and the other thing and then they won't even notice and that's mm-hmm. how i got away with a lot of things back when i was writing the captain america i think that he was doing that and then someone noticed like right at the finish line and was like no mm-hmm. and made him change and that's why it's like such a mess at the end yeah uh i i genuinely think that's true that's one of those things where it's like that's editorial mandate that is a shift mm-hmm. as opposed to like editorial saying so you had this idea for for like mark wade on this channel has said out loud editorial came up with the idea for lazarus planet that was editorial editorial said this is like La- Lazarus planet is our idea. What if, the, what if the plant, what if the Island was a volcano mm-hmm. and it erupted and it made everybody get different powers. That was editorial. And I know half of you didn't read a Lazarus planet, but like, it's actually a pretty fun issue. And yeah. uh, I, I, you know, I've read some of the tie-ins. I couldn't care less about most of them, but like the main series of Lazarus planet, pretty cool. And, and, and you'd be surprised how many of your favorite stories came from some editor going, what about this? Mm-hmm. That's, 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 cool right i think it also depends on the length of which the writer and the creative team has worked with the editor because the longer they work together they more simpatic yeah like like, yeah for sure but like an editor really is there to do several things they're there to keep the book on track they're there to read through scripts to make sure that you know a like they they do a lot of things and at times part of their job is to go back and tell a writer like this isn't working right like you need to fix this right like this isn't right or like the concept them, isn't working right but sometimes the writer will come to them and go like i'm really stuck on this and that's when the editor will step in and be like oh what about this this or this and yes. try to give them some some guidance there occasionally the editor has to step in and go hey there's an event going on you have to do this yeah right? yeah 
But like if like again, if there's like an editorial like entity that's not just again a one-on-one editor who shows up and is just like, we're doing this. Yeah. Right. Too bad, everybody. Exactly. That's when it gets maybe into the negative side of it. Like yeah. oftentimes editorial as a whole isn't just an individual editor, but it's it's a larger body it's a it's a yeah another it's a, part it's of a con- it's a concept more it's, than like a guy yes uh um but like that is that like so sometimes you'll hear style talking positively about editors where like you need editors because you do need well, editors and you I've have said, to I'm, have editors there because editors are going to be the one that really helps with quality control and just like or, or I, just keeping people like just wrangling yeah wrangling like they have hard jobs like do not mistake us at times being like editorial sucks and yeah. like what are they doing um with saying that editors don't have a hard job because editors do have a hard job. They like, do. They and, they, the- and it's a multifaceted job and they yeah. have to do like a million things. And it's like, that's one of my many criticisms about Marvel and DC is I'm like, it seems like there aren't enough of them. Mm-hmm. It seems like they're not doing their job sometimes. Right. But and like, like the idea of one bad day, mm-hmm. bring it back around, mm-hmm. is like, do can you guys do this? No one's no one took the job at one bad day that didn't want the job. Oh, sure. That's creative. And again, like the creativity or that fosters creativity, even if you're just trying to jer- to churn out killing jokes. Mm-hmm. But again, like I'd come up with the same idea. Like I'd be like, yeah, because I want to see like that. I mm-hmm. want to see like a thousand prestige bound Batman books, mm-hmm. but not. But why limit to Batman? You know, right. I would bring back the Elseworlds label, you know, it'd be, and that's a, it's an editorial thing. Like that's an idea that comes from upstairs that goes do this now. Not everybody wants to be told what to do, especially creative people, especially writers and artists. But if you want to work in this field, you gotta you gotta take your marching order sometimes. Yep. Um, so there's a there, you know, it's it's like I said, like and I and I understand that, like you know, that may be confusing if you are genuinely concerned are. and confused. No, I do, I do believe that. But it is also like it it is not. That's because it's not. It's like, not always it, cut it, and dry. Yeah, it it doesn't belong on a bumblegum card. It is a, uh, you know, it's just a point that is, it's a point that's ever evolving and changing. And it's not necessarily like wishy-washy. It's just like editors can be great or not, but they need to be, but they need to exist Mm -hmm. and they need to do their jobs. And it's okay to criticize them. Even if I also appreciate that that they exist, Mm -hmm. it's like being mad about at the umpire at a baseball game. You know what I mean? Like you still need them. But people do that anyway. Right. But people get, but people <laughs> do that anyway. And sometimes people are right and some people are wrong and they're being cruel. Right. But we still need everyone to do that. Like the the way it works, works. Same with editors. So anyway, uh, let's jump into some super chats because we had a couple of them while let's, we were going in. Let us do that. Um, sorry. I don't mean to like go off, but like some people like me doing that. So no, I, I, I think that was a legitimate question. Thank you. I appreciate uh, Yeah. I think it was you, a real, you believe it was. A I believe question. that that was from a real like place of question, place of concern and confusion. That's yes. fair. All right, right on. You know what? And I, I hope you're right. You know, and I know more. More importantly, I hope we answered that question. Yes. Uh, Navwing twenty six mm-hmm. is long Halloween movie good adaptation of comic because I really want to read Dark Victory. No, you just read the comic book. It'll take it'll it'll go faster and the and the movies are garbage. They look really bad, and and they're not very well written. Uh, Hogshead, do you think Mr. Sinister's popularity is mainly because of the 90s cartoon and how he was portrayed there, cape and all, or is he just a good read on his own? I, well, I personally think it's because of the cartoon, easily but I, cartoon. I do know that a lot of people do like him from the books as well, but I do think that that's where the, like, it started. That's how most people know I him. think that's where it started, for even for a lot of creators, yeah. like, who are writing now, they're like, I know that guy. I think it's two things, and it's two things that have nothing to do with mainstream comics. It's the cartoon show and Age of Apocalypse. Yes. I think people like it because of an alternate reality of X Men, yeah. and the cartoon, That's which is fair. also another alternate reality of X Men. That's fair. Because I've I I can tell you I've read X Men from like the time when Mister Sinister was invented, and I can tell you like 
they're not great. <laughs> uh, Delta 501st. Uh, Tiffany, after last mail video, I got to know, what do you what do you think of Belle? Because I got I just love that one. I thought I saw it four times when it was in theaters last January. I haven't watched it yet. No, because I thought Sal and I were going to watch it together. And now I think I'm just going to watch it by myself. I've been waiting. I, I, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> just say I want to watch it. No. Uh, Rhinestone <laughs> 117. Uh, seeing Ben turn into Illidan Storm Rage makes me wish they would do a soft reboot of uh, Amazing Spider-Man. How would you feel about Marvel having a character-specific crisis? I mean, they do that all the time, right? Like, so yeah, I think they should definitely do that. Like, I mean, Ben is one of those characters that, like, again, speaking of editors, uh, Nick Spencer has been on record talking about how uh, the whole uh, Beyond arc was essentially a like love letter to another editor or person he works with, like an assistant editor who loved Ben Riley. And he's like, well, then since we have no plans for him, we don't have a place for him and we never are going to do anything with him. And we need to fill up this gap time. Let's give Ben Riley essentially a send off and set him up as a new character. Basically. Okay. I, I want to give a huge shout out to Rystone because I'm not <laughs> I'm not reading the Spider-Man side of it, but I was just like, is that what he looks like right now? Because I'm gonna I've had to pull it up for Sal because oh, yeah. Sal has no concept of what who that character is. No, but I do now, and yeah, he looks just like him. I was like, wow, nice pull. Ten out of ten. I loved that. Yeah. I immediately had an image in my head. I was like, really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think that like characters are rife for crises i just wouldn't call them that because it would it has a lot of baggage mm. bear f not sure if you're reading wolverine but that is where the beast stuff is going to be uh is, is going through also i've uh, been watching for a while met you guys in your comic-con keep it up also nice. uh, love the content and streams thanks bear oh, thank you very much yeah i i, so I, I need wolverine. to yeah i need to i think i'm one issue behind but yeah since percy's writing it and i know that like that that what he did to wolverine recently yeah I, i'm i i thought of thought it was i sort of thought it was going to happen in both books but i yeah. guess it's going to be folks it's going to be folks on over in, yeah. uh, thorn identity uh gotta leave the office i'll be listening but all the love uh guys stay gold you too well, thank, thorn. You, so thank you so much for uh checking us out being here appreciate uh, you being our booster we do really appreciate it yeah always. absolutely um paul williams uh which one bad day villains would you like to see i mean they're already doing them all right like i love the mr freeze one mm -hmm. i'd like to see a man bat one one bad day uh the clayface one i've read I'm I can't sorry. talk about it, but I can so tell you it's freaking solid. Pick it up. You know what I'm really surprised at? And I don't know why I'm thinking. I think it's because of the Porky's thing, but I'm just like, I'm Mr. surprised. Pig. Yeah, I'm surprised that Pig. Tom King didn't do Professor Pig. I think, well, he took an assignment. I think they told him, like, I think they told him Riddler. Riddler. Yeah. And you got to do Riddler. You know, if you want to like get people like paying attention, Riddler's one of the top three most iconic ones. The Two-Face one was a waste of time. Like, it's just, like, it's a shame. Just, mm. just do that one again. Um baby doll would be great we haven't seen baby doll forever they no, don't care other than ventriloquist ventriloquist would be amazing you know i'm too. always pitching those guys yeah just just characters that like would be really cool and would be a just great tragic ones yeah, that like would be you amazing can... in a matt reeves movie yeah or that ones that where it's like you can make them go dark who cares they're not yeah. using them anyway exactly yeah you don't care about them anyway uh what else did you read tiffany are we, are we done uh let me see if we are done uh yes because <laughs> i read yeah. You read this too. You read Sins of Sinister. Oh, yeah, I read Sinister. Yeah, I read Sinister. You read Sins of Sinister and by Kieran Gillen with art by Travel Foreman and Stefano Caselli. Well, it's and a, David Lopez. Yes. Because what it, it's really, no, it's it's art by Lerd, uh, Lucas Warnock. Oh, okay. main artist. On main this. artist, Lucas Warnock. But then there's a whole bunch of other artists who do like one or two pages of this, ah. really. So it's Jeffrey Shaw, Marco Cicchetto, Juan Jose Rip, 
David Baldinian, Travel Foreman, Carlos Gomez, Frederico Vincentini, David Lopez, Joshua Casara, and Steph- Stefano Caselli. You might see that and go to yourself, oh my God, why would there need to be this many people on this book? Uh-huh. Because they're showing little moments. Yes. They're showing tiny moments in here that basically go like, hey, like this is what the book here's some things that you're never gonna see Mm, that's true who cares here's a fun moment that like marco chichetto can can draw on and don't you wish you could see that book well you can't (laughs) (laughs) if you could then you would but you can't can't. (laughs) yay (laughs) um yeah man listen like i uh, listen okay so let's talk about a couple of things. One, my understanding is maybe this book's not like not selling so not, hot. Like, well, Sal said it was like number ten or something like that. It was it, not. Uh, I mean, look at this. this is okay, well, here's the thing about it. I I get that because a people are like, I'm done with events. Don't think about this as an event, even though story arc. It's yeah, it really is, and it's only affecting three books. That's right. And those three books, all three of those writers are working on this together. So don't even think about it, other than the fact that when it's all said and done. Other books are going to go like, oh, yeah, Sinister sucks. So we're going to be like, yeah, right. We all knew that. Yeah. It's fine. Second of all, this cover is uninspiring. It looks like it's a previews catalog. Yes. Like 100%. Oh, hello, Benny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you tell your wife that her um, like Instagram reels have been really funny and I'm enjoying the hell out of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this looks like it's a previews catalog. Yeah. I think we can all agree with that. I look at this and I'm like, I don't want to pick that up. I want to read the book. Yeah. This is the book. It's not a bad cover. It's just like, it's just, it's for a previous catalog and not for an That's issue. That's what it looks like. But it also like, I, I get it. Cause it is showing you like a whole bunch of different things. Sure. And, sure. So no, it's like, it's, yeah, no, it's it makes like, sense. It's just kind of like, you got uh. the diamond iconography here. That's cool. You got like these shattering worlds. Cause like what's happening. Yeah. What's happening. It's like an, it's gonna be it's an alternate alternative future. Yeah, it's age of apocalypse. Like, listen, if you're reading, if you've read X Men, like this is 100. percent You're used to this stuff. Yeah, like this is that's just true. Like a, if you're an X Men fan, you know what this, this is. This is like a what if, but it's X Men, so you're like, oh, I mean, that happened. Yeah, no, it's Age of Sinister. Like, that's exactly what this that's is. what this is. Like, what does Sinister do? Well, if you were reading Immortal X Men, Sinister managed to kill the four people he needed to kill on the Quiet Council to get his stuff going on because he's secretly been lacing everyone's DNA with, with his, his own. own. But the thing that was stopping it was hope. Yes. Whatever hope's ability is, was taking it out and it was like purifying everybody's thing. So it wasn't really working. Right. Now, admittedly, we saw like uh, in this um, Professor X's um, narration is that like the plan was one day to not need Sinister anymore. Yes. We're going to write him out. And you know, we don't want to do is deal with him anymore for a lot of reasons. One, He's evil. Two, his name is Mr. Sinister. Yeah, should have never dealt with him in the first place. And three, he's just a sassy man with a beautiful cape. Yeah. At least according to him. I could not handle that thing. It's too many, it's just too many pieces. I'm glad he's doing it. I wouldn't want to have to yes. deal with it myself. Like I like I'm glad I can look at it, but like do not put it on me. Yeah. Um, and so like having been able to take hope out means that someone else had to do the resurrection protocols. So we utilize sync in a really amazing set of panels. Yeah. Like that is such a tragic, like sync, man, sync is quickly becoming a favorite character of mine right? because of the Krakoan era. Like he legitimately, like I feel for this man yeah. a lot. Yeah. He's been through the ringer and he's been stepping up and like, I really hope he gets that he, and, the sun. I really hope he and Laura work out and it's not yeah. some. Like just nightmare yeah. scenario waiting for him. Like just same. 
just please sink you you got to make it man i really like you mm -hmm. um but sink really steps up in order to help bring hope back with the help of the cuckoos because like we've got we got we got no psychics yeah, no emma. I mean, we've got psychics but, but not, no one not like that we, got, we don't have emma we don't have, we don't have exodus we don't have Charles. all the psychics are down the main ones right mm -hmm. when they'll come back they're tainted and now they're like essentially sinister clones yep like he's in them but he had to leave part of their personality so they could keep playing out the roles the they roles they needed to play out yeah so that sinister could end up being in charge and they're playing the field and and we're watching him not only taint krakoa but also the world yes. itself yeah he proposes or makes them propose a suggestion where it's like we should just expand our resurrection protocols to the rest of the world make yep. everybody uh be open to this and yep. so essentially they do and then it makes it uh you know perpetuate throughout and yeah so, and that we, the idea here is like how will they do that well you have to be injected with this like x gene which just gets every like he's just getting everybody in this everybody. way like it, it's it's a fairly brilliant horrifying plan yes. right but like because it's, it's sinister you know what his greatest falling will be is his own ego yes. and clearly we're seeing that yeah, we're seeing it him sow his own seeds of destruction right it's also fun because like hey listen like i don't know uh what kind of what kind of pull Kieran Gillen has uh, on Marvel, but we like kind of like go forward a couple of years. Like we go, we go through time a little bit. Yeah. And uh, Ben Yurick goes to meet with uh, J. Jonah Jameson, who's in charge of the Daily Bugle again. And I'm like, could you please make that happen? <laughs> Does that mean that's where we're going? Also, Ben Yurick decides to dress like Rorschach, which I think is hilarious. Right. But uh, yeah, no. So um, that's but, only one plus year. Yeah, like, that's one, one year, year in the future. Out. He's like, he's like, J. He's... Jonah Jameson is in charge of the Daily Bugle again. All right, let's do it. Let's go. But yeah, no. So everybody's sinister. Like it, it, it's it, not it, well, not everybody. No, because the one person he couldn't get was Storm because of her resurrection protocol thing. And I love that because Gillen's pulling on everything that's been going on in X Men Red mm -hmm. with like her connection with the people of Araco, the like bonds that she's built there. That's how she's gonna get herself out of the yes. situation. And I, I love that. It's a dope moment. I also love just pulling Storm into this in this way because obviously there's gonna be a book. It's like I think three issues called yeah. Immoral X Men. Um, Nightcrawlers. No. Nightcrawlers. Is it immoral that she's going to be, yes. or is it it's the Brotherhood? I don't remember. I think hers is Brotherhood. Hang yeah. on, I can just go to the back because there's a there's a little, little checklist. Little checklist, right? Yeah, Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants. There you go. Um, but I love that too because it, it again makes me think of like future Storm, yeah. Mohawk Storm. Like it makes me like conjure all those ideas. And I think we're meant to think about those yeah. types of things for sure. Well, we're talking about alternate realities and futures and stuff like that, so we want to show you exactly, exactly. Um. You know, the, he creates a scenario in which they are able to make it look like Orcus has attacked them. And so that, you know, lets humanity turn on Orcus, which I love. Yep. There's like something very satisfying about that moment. Just ha ha ha. Yeah. Watch the Avengers take down Orcus. Yeah. 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 The Avengers are there like helping out, Um, you know, taking down Nimrod. More was like, this is not supposed to be <laughs> happening. That's part of the plan. What? Yeah. Um, I, I really adore that moment between Cap and Cyclops. Yes. Where they get you, where it's like, oh God, Cap's going down. Well, we don't have to see everything you really know that's happening. Mm -hmm. Right. The fact that um, Sinister making the quiet cancel and, and essentially all um, him is kind of a problem because yep. they're all him. Yeah. And well, who can't you trust? What you cannot trust? Sinister. A sinister. So they're all sinister. Yeah. Oh, they also like, uh, they lobotomize Krakoa itself. Yes. So Krakoa like, will release Sinister and also not like, cause problems for exactly. them. Exactly how much did you love the fact that like doom will not buy into this obviously he like, never no. would. namor <laughs> is taken down by it and kills doom yep. but there's like a doom bot there's a doom bot, there's a still doom bot who's the, like i'm doom yeah i love it <laughs> yeah, of yeah. course good 
I freaking adore that, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Juggernaut is no more. Uses a bullet to kill Thanos. I was a little sad that Gillen immediately pulls out of the box Uranus. They use Uranus here. To... Well, it's just reminding you, like, one day we will use Uranus. Yeah, because technically how. they'll still have it. Yeah. Right? But, like, and it's used to take down the Eternals themselves. Mm -hmm. And I... I really like, and again, this is just Gillen. He seems to have a real passion for the Eternals. He's got a soft spot for it, but I love that moment of like Uranus sits forever alone in his cell in the heart of the earth, caked in the blood of his family. He smiles. He smiles. I was like, yep. I, I love Uranus so much. And like, I don't want it to be a scenario in which it's like, Uranus is actually a bigger bad than Thanos. I like him just as a different villain. He's just a different yeah. kind of guy. Different like you got guy. Thanos over there. Thanos is doing his thing. Yep. Get him back on that whole, like I am in love with love with death. Yes. Make that a thing. Yes. Think, and then, yeah. and then there's Uranus. who's just like, this, I am, I, I'm just very efficient at what I do. Exactly. Yeah. I am a murder machine. Yeah. Like he's the best at what he does. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, we see how every corner of the Marvel Universe is taken down yes. and falls. And like, by the way, I, I I can already feel the outrage of people being like, how would that happen? And I'm like, Days of Future Past is two issues. Yeah. The the Avengers, we don't even get panel space of what happens to the Avengers. They're names on graves. Yes. So and this like- is and don't forget, this is all also within the, like, you know, Sinister has, like, a plan because he's just like, well, I'm going to get as far as I can get, and then I'm going to use my save scumming abilities yeah. to go back and build off of what I learned to get it right this time. Yes. So, like, we're progressing quickly because Sinister's like, I mean, this doesn't, I this doesn't I... matter. I'm going to just reboot this anyway when it goes wrong because it's going to go wrong. Yeah, and then I'll be able to do that and fix that. And, exactly. Yeah. And, and then it literally is just like, he can't. No, it's like uh oh. That's the big, uh, that's the big moment. That's the big moment. Uh oh. Also, Storm gets away. Yeah, Storm oh, gets no. away, but they and and so she becomes like uh like public enemy number one. He goes chasing out. Years go by, and he's like chasing yes. Storm and constantly looking looking for her. Which again makes me think of like other um, yeah other X Men futures. Yes, but uh, yeah, I love the moment. Want posters? Mm -hmm. Okay. I, yeah, I love the moment where um at the end where it's like yeah. he goes to it he's like okay it didn't work because the idea was uh they the the quiet council of himself but in other bodies is like we should go into space yeah we should do we, we've got we got our should, own ideas we actually. should take over space and he's like no and then yeah they're like well we outvoted you and he's like okay i'm rebooting yep so he goes to his lair and all the moiras are gone his entire lab has been scrubbed it's gone he's like i'm stuck here uh oh <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh no it's almost like i'm an asshole so I was like, I can't. I'm untrustworthy. <gasps> that yeah. can't be. I'm not the problem. Oh, wait, it's me. <laughs> Tell us what was right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, and key moments are great. Like there's no more Wanda, which is cool. That, uh, that moment was died. like, I love that because he's just like, just in case. Just in case. <laughs> and no. Yeah, like that's like, yeah. that's like little like winky moments. And Sinister's the kind of character. He's not quite a fourth wall breaking character. He's almost there. He's, he's on the borderline. He's not quite like, if you're like Deadpool drives you crazy sinister will you'll be fine with yes like you'll be like okay everything works within his own like, yeah because existence. like sinister just loves himself like yeah. he thinks he's the greatest like thing that's ever existed mm -hmm. um i really enjoyed this and it's on a very different level than axe was if like axe wasn't something for you you're like i don't want an event there's too many things going on with it sins of sinister is just like it's kind of a weird little love letter to sinister yeah. because it's just like what what these guys, these three guys, so it's Ewing, Spurrier, and Gillen. They're going to be the three guys working on this book. That's it. It's just them, right? So 
If you want to follow along with this, you're going to have to do the, like, we're doing a timeline thing too, which again, very in keeping with Krakoa. This is just and the three, X-Men. and X-Men, but it's like the three of them going like, Hey, listen, I know Hickman's not here anymore. We're maybe not even on the planet anymore, but we're still going to think about what was set up in the past. Hawks and Pox launches. What do we do? We tell the current story leading up, like or leading up to like Krakoa right now. And we tell the far flung future, right? Yes. All these different moments, right? <laughs> so like, we're going to do like year 10, year 100, year 1000. So you need to have read sins of sinister. Then you're going to pick up storm and the brotherhood of mutants, nightcrawlers and immoral X-Men. Each of those titles will have three issues. That's it. And then there's going to be an end issues since of sinister dominion. Number one, that's it. You're mm-hmm. done. Yep. You're done. It's 11 issues. If you want to be involved, trust me. I like it's these, all happening over there. Yeah, it's just it's just these three books. So those books, though, for right now are on hiatus. Yeah, like they're not so just going to wait until the book's over and then they'll come back. Right. I don't think X-Men, X-Men Red. I don't know. I don't know about X-Men out. Red, but we'll see. But I know like immortal, like, immortal X-Men. We're going to do immortal X-Men for right yes. now. So it, again, I don't think of this as an event because of the fact that events are a four letter word. For a lot of people, mm-hmm. Axe clearly was an event. It was all over the place. It was far reaching. This is just here. Here's three guys coming together to tell a story. Yeah. They give it more like a crossover with a focus of Sinister. Yeah. Right. Because Mr. Sinister, you know, if we're doing Fall of X already, we're bringing Apocalypse. Apocalypse is going to be in charge or not charge, a part of something. Yep. It's going to overshadow a lot of the other potential villainous stories, right? That's we true. threw Exodus on the team, and I'm really hoping one time. Or at some point, somebody does something. He doesn't have to be villainous, no. but like he was just kind of stepping up in, in terms of his like fanaticism now for hope. I'm like, oh, okay, we're gonna do something interesting with Exodus. He doesn't have to be a villain. He doesn't have to have that moment. But like Sinister was getting set up for this, so I'm really that was glad always from the beginning. Yes, I was like, there's no way you can't trust this man. Yeah. No one did. They threw him on the, on the quiet cancel anyway because they needed him. They were using him. Yeah. And that was gonna come to fruition, and here we are. So I'm glad we're doing something with him. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a big thing. Don't think of it like an event. It's up to you if you want to read it. If you want like more sinister, this is where you're going to get it. I'm here for it. But again, I really like these three writers. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Tell me the story, guys. I'm, I'm here for it. Right. And it's other than potentially the like ramifications of leaning into fall of X and sinister itself. Like we're going to, we're going to play around, you know, we're going to, we're going to see some fun stuff. Like you're going to see things that like may or may not even matter because the fact is he has a bunch of Moira's and it's going to be reset. And it's just, what's the ramifications of this going to be yeah right like how are they going to deal with him and they're going to have to take him off the board after this because he's got this is his most uh high profile yep uh so yeah recommend i high recommend for me for sure uh, jose rivera always wanted john lithgow as the ventriloquist yeah he'd be good i, I like john lithgow he's, yeah he's fun actor. you even have him do it now yeah uh brian lewis 97 lots of love to everyone at comic pop thanks very much brian i've uh, been with the channel since the daredevil born again episode and all your content only gets better and better thank you very much that's good to know i appreciate it man. that's we're very trying. nice to hear you know we're, we're, we, we we i don't want to stagnate so i appreciate it man thank you so much um all right let's recommend some comics that are coming out this week that we think you should check out which one did you think chichetto drew I, I was wondering that i think it's that one i, I thought it was that i think too. it's namor and uh and, it and great i mean it all looks good yeah it does but but very different like, yeah um, so okay, uh, recommendations. Uh, Dark Web number, f- Dark Web finale number one is coming out. I'm obviously going to read this. I have to know how it ends and how it wraps up. Uh, so we're, we're going to talk about that later on. Um, and that's kind. Oh, and Quick Stops number four. I think this is the penultimate or ultimate issue of the uh, of the series. I, I, apparently, it's like a mini. I'd heard that it's like you know we'll see. So I guess we will. So that's. Quick stops number four. If you like Kevin Smith stories that are 
clearly just old scripts he wrote or scenes that he wrote from like 10, 15 years ago, then you might enjoy it. I do. How about you, Tivy? Oh, okay. Um, how do I do this? Thank you. Uh, X-Force number 37 is coming out, written by Ben Percy with art by Chris Allen. Or no, that's not what it says on the cover. It says Gil on the cover. So ignore this and just listen to what I said in, mm-hmm. instead. Um, this is really dealing in, in like not necessarily with Beast, but um, you know what? It, it's, it is going back to a couple of threads that they had from the beginning of this. So listen percy's been going for 37 issues and my hat's off to him but not really because i don't want you to see my sinister diamond under here (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah so like this is one of the longer running krakoan era series so right good good on you uh legion of x number 10 is coming out written by size spurrier uh i am wondering what we're going to be doing here because again size got another book coming out as well so i don't know we'll find out i nimrod listen good like what happened last time with with the uh, legion and uh xavier mm-hmm. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's true uh i just want to give a shout out to this because a lot of people really like this i i will probably pick this up to check it out but i just want to remind people that scarlet wish number two is coming out written by steve orlando with art by sarah pacelli a lot of folks really responded to this i read it i was i didn't like grab me but i was like okay cool you yeah, know we'll see where it goes there was a big reveal at the end the vision yes. showing up need some help so we'll see where that goes right mm-hmm. um there's a couple of other things i was yep, going to moon mention number 20 is coming out where did you see that number one. Oh, moon oh my gosh i didn't even recognize it moon Knight number 20 is coming out uh of course written by jed mckay with art by uh Capuccio. alessandro cappuccio <laughs> so you know yeah looks like it's guest starring blade Uh oh so you know just because jed mckay's like i would also like to write a blade book <laughs> But there is another Blade book coming out, so if you want to read that, then yeah, Daughter Blade it, number one will be coming out this week, so you can check that out. Demon Wars: Dawn in Flames. Down. Down in Flames. Listen, I, I want <laughs> Listen. all kinds of dawns and downs. That's and true. So many dawns. So many dawns. Uh, Down in Flames. Uh, this is part three of Into the Spirit World. Uh, written by Peach Momoko. Art by Peach Momoko. Don't trust this website. <laughs> garbage uh the approach number four is an indie book i really like that has snow horror in it written by um jeremy hahn and jason hurley with art by jesus hervas uh i just is a little bit of a decompression last time but i'm still on, still board. on board i want more please give me more of that this is just something i wanted to open up and look at it myself okay. i don't think there's anything i necessarily want to recommend yeah just you know just wanted to see what it was. Reading, yeah. So yeah, there's a whole bunch of things coming out for me next week, and apparently not as much for Sal, but that's fine. That's true, I yeah. Like, I like these books. I like the light weeks. I'll take it. Uh, Black Phoenix uh, 77, who do you think has the biggest character assassination, Donald Blake or the Beast? That's a tough question. I would have to say Beast, because Beast has been... You know, Donald Blake got it from like one, like one story arc really like changed Donald Blake, upsetting like four people, and Beast has been beaten savagely for years so you know uh yeah and then there's this thing what is this this is originally published in 1985 <gasps> are they re-releasing something i think they are oh cool yeah. they're re-releasing gargoyles facsimile edition number one originally published in 95 written by martin pasco with art by amanda connor oh, is that right can yeah. that be right it could very well be right yes 
Oh, man, my wallet's going to be hurting. Yeah, that's true. Ow. But uh, listen, we want to thank you all so much for hanging out with us, and we'll see you guys next time with an all-new episode of Off the Rack here on Compile Returns. Help us out. Subscribe to the channel, like the video. We'll see you guys next week. And hey, uh, this Wednesday, new episode of Backish is coming out. Watch it, okay? (laughs) That's all I'll say. Uh, and especially check out the ending because the conversation afterwards, a lot of fun, really gets into the nitty gritty about like interpretation and so forth. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Uh, also watch Tiffany on twitch.tv slash pop and subscribe to youtube.com at pop plays to check out uh, streams. Tiffany just finished up Last of Us, or at least she did years ago, but here it is now. <laughs> and uh, we're launching uh, Batman Arkham Origins as the new uh, stream. So check out that over on that channel as well. And uh, we'll see you guys next time with an all new episode. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. So everybody, thanks a lot for watching. Bye. Bye.